Hey, yo, John, we live? Countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to the Rhythm and Bruise Podcast with your host, DJ DW, Miss Latif, Lucky Lucky, and Mr. Army. Yeah, welcome to episode 58 of Rhythm and Brews Podcast. Ooh, yes, indeed. I am the Podfather of Connecticut. I'm Prince Latif, and over to my right, Mr. R&B Smooth, and as always on the ones and twos, DJ D-Dub. What up? And our brother Lucky Lefty is it here. He had uh, another engagement that we had to be at, but uh, Smooth, what's happening? Can you please introduce our special guest? Indeed. Cut the music, cut the music, cut the music. Yo, DJ D. Cut the beat. So we got our guest, Mr. Sean Silver, R&B artist from right here in Connecticut. You know what I mean? Talented brother. I met him some years ago, but we'll get into that, uh, how we met and his his work and his latest project, A Glimpse of Sean. You're going to see the cover right there on the screen. Indeed. And while we're talking about the screen. Yes, indeed. I want y'all to go ahead and hit that subscribe button right now if you like it hit that like button right now all the way Share this up shit <laughs> word to amber yeah, next word though. to amber next though if you're listening on the pod to the podcast on audio just make sure you share the link with your friends because mm-hmm. support is free indeed listen to this track for a second This is the one you play. You gotta pull up on somebody. I mean, yeah, it's five dollars. You know, ugly face music. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's five dollars, but it's the principle. It's the principle of the matter. You owe me five dollars. It's not the five dollars. It's the principle. Job turkey music. Yeah, we gonna play that again. We gotta get, we gotta get into, you know. We gonna get into this game real quick. You know, what yeah, I mean? we ain't prepping for shit. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it works. Brother Smooth, since you make the Kool Aid the best, yeah, you know. Oh. Yeah. So basically, we about to play a game called Shot Clock, my brother. Shot Clock. And it's a, it's a simple game of word association. We gonna give you a series of words. Uh-huh. And you have to think of a song that contains that word in the lyric. You can sing it, you can rap it. Okay. And you have 10 seconds to do so. Now, if you cannot come up with a song in 10 seconds, you have to take a shot. And you have to give us the artist as well. Oh, I think we're going to have to feel this a little hey, bit. Oh, you you don't have faith in yourself, my brother? I love feel this a little bit. Let me a little bit. Hand me your cup and make sure you're straight. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to be a scrake or scrape. When I scrape it straight, it's going to be scrape. When I scrape it straight, <laughs> when I scrape it straight, so it got to be scrape. Prince, you going you gonna to give him some words. All right, my brother. Because when a word is, on the word is, Indeed. it's a word. Indeed. 
Cause when the word is on the word is, it is a word. So you gotta th- like if I if we gave you a word, if we gave you is as a word, uh huh, you have to think of a song with that word is in it. Oh shoot, like what is love, <laughs> baby? Don't there hurt you go. me. And now you have to give us the song and the artist. So you got it. Oh no, I gotta give you the song and artist. Yeah, see here you go. So, so make sure you know both, because if not, you're going to have to, you're gonna have to take a shot. I think it's or something. All right, let me go down to the list. Hold on. Give me a second to pull that I list. I think his up. name is just Hathaway. See? See? What is love? See, there's, there's, a sh- there's a shot oh, right shit. there. There's a shot right there. But we ain't playing the game. No. I'm, wait, who got to take a shot? Nigga, you. Wait, I got it right, though. <laughs> oh, no. This was just, that was just no, a not test. Yet, not, yet. not yet. Oh, if I get it right, I should take no, a shot? No, if you get it wrong, you get it. You got to take a shot. So if you sing a song, like if you sing that song, right? Yeah. But you couldn't tell us the name or the artist, you yeah, got to take a Hathaway. shot. Right. So that one's good. But yeah. but when we actually start okay. and okay. we give you a word and okay. you can't give us either, you got to take a shot. Now you got 10 seconds. Get yourself pumped up. All right. Sorry, we start, we're going to start you off with a layup. Layups. Clock. All right. Your first word is kiss. Um... <laughs> I want that love you, love you. Mm. That kiss, kiss. Okay. Then morning, morning, morning. Gonna with me. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So Chris Breezy, T Pay. Uh-huh. Yep. Kiss, kiss. All right. There we go. Okay. There we go. Layups. All right, all right. There we go. Layups. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh. All right. We going back to the to the uh file file line. File line. Okay. Smile. Mm. I want to be the reason you smile. Hey, let me wipe away your tears and dry your eyes. Hey, I want to be the reason you smile. Yeah, that's so, that Lloyd Banks. Okay. Smile. Okay. Okay. This is too easy, yo, you. Okay. Okay. Right. Yes. You got to go to the half court. Now. <laughs> oh, you gotta shit. Y'all hit me with the pull, halfies. Yeah, we're going to pull, pull up from, Pull up from Steph Range. You want to just pull a word out? <laughs> Yo, don't be saying Methuselah. <laughs> Occasions. Oh. Occasions. Um, that will be uh, 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 occasions. occasions. I only think of you okay. on two occasions. I thought I could solve it. He got me. And I thought I was going to get him. And I, hey, uh, uh, I, I go, go for bro. If I could be with you. Who's singing yeah. that though? That's the yeah. I, yo, yo, That's it's it though. Two, it's actually two because it's Babyface, but then it's this group, The Dells, right? The Deal. The Deal? The Deal. Is the Deal? I thought it's it was the, the Deal. Nope. It's the Deals. Okay. It's just the Deal. The All right. Deal. Yo, do I get that? You or got one more? No, you got that. You got okay, that. Okay, yeah, okay, you okay. Got that. You got one more? Yep. Uh, broke. Broke? Um, a dang, you broke my heart. You broke my heart. <laughs> you got me on broke. Goddamn, you got me on broke. How I get stumped by broke? There's so many broke. I've been broke. I heard a broken. That's what I get, but I can't say broken. Nope. Damn it. Gotta be broke. Damn, broke. 
See, see. Got me on the broke. You could have went with uh, you know that song broke by Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox, nah. I've been broke before. Damn it, I right, Gayo, you got me on the broke. All right, take that shot. Oh dang it! <laughs> dang a dang. I mean, feel free while while uh yeah, yeah. out the room. What? I mean, you can challenge. You can challenge either myself or Danny to a word. Oh, I can challenge y'all. You know, while smooth is out the room. I, I don't want to move on. All right, I got one. I got one. Hands. Hands. You put my hand up on your hip when I dip. You dip. We dip. Hey, <laughs> who's singing though? I don't know. I you gotta so take gonna, that shot. I'm gonna take the shot of the smoothies. You gotta take that shot. The smoothies. The smoothness. Speaking of, shout out to Sanco for Cafe down in Bridgeport uh -huh. for this delicious smoothie. They holding it down out there, bro. They are. They are. Yo, what's the name of them? Sankofa Cafe in the Arcade Mall. In in Bridgeport. Yep. That's dope. Yep. Right down. That's dope. In the Arcade Mall. Word. So let's get right into these topics. Um, first of all, can we get a round of applause for, for Jay-Z? Hall of Fame Hove. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just about to, it's been announced he's going to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, joining other rappers that I can't name right now because I didn't do my homework. It's cool. LL Cool J. Yeah, LL's in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How they get in at the same time? No, I heard he's, he's before, right? Run DMC's in there. No, they got in together, like. Yeah. Oh. Jay and uh, LL got in together. Oh, that's what's up. Yep, they on the same ballot. Also, we're going to give a belated happy birthday to Stevie Wonder. Oh, yeah. The eighth wonder. Do Word. I do 71 it. years, man. What I do. And like, what is it, like 55 what to 60 years in the music business? Yeah. Most of his life. Yeah. Him and him and Michael pretty much as kids. Mm. Was at the at the top of a at yep. the top of it. When I see There you go. <laughs> and continue to rest in peace to Bob Marley. Forty oh, years. Yo. It's been forty years? Forty. Damn. Yo. Damn. I want to love you. Love so, and treat you. You know, shot clock is open. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Love and treat you. Um, but y'all. Yeah. You know what we're going to talk about, right? Indeed. The album that got everybody going crazy. Jermaine. Jermaine? Jermaine Cole. Cole. <laughs> the the real is back. The real is back. back. <laughs> Jermaine Cole. Mm. 95 <laughs> South. <laughs> Jermaine Cole. Shout out to Mark that? Phillips and, and, and Supreme Dream. Have you heard the J. Cole album yet? I have. Uh-huh. I've listened to it um twice through so far. I'm gonna say one one full time and half. Yeah. The second yeah. time. I'll be listening to it with you know while I'm doing other things. Yeah. But, uh, for those that don't know, it's called the off season. I don't know where you've been if you don't know that it's out by now. Yo, you wanna hear something crazy? I didn't hear the album yet. But I heard one of my neighbors playing it yesterday, yesterday evening. Yeah. That's when and it, I knew it was it. him. I knew it was his new album. <laughs> I immediately knew. I ain't even hear the song yet. And I was like, yeah, that's J. Cole. I was talking to my girl. She was like, that don't sound like J. Cole. That sound like so-and-so. I was like, nah, I know who that is. Yeah, nah, that's And Jay. then I went and found it. 
it was the uh, it was the '95 South song yeah, that they was right, playing right. outside, and I, I was like, "Yo, I ain't even listened to the album yet, and I knew it was J Cole. Like, yeah. I know J Cole. Just J Cole, he got that, he got that signature, got voice. signature voice. Yo, that's he my that yo. flow. He messing around with a new flow. Yo, that's my um, what they call it, my Irish twin right there. <laughs> oh yeah, Irish yeah, because he's born, he's born January 28th in uh, 86, but I'm born January 29th of 87. Ooh. So he's okay. like, okay. that. yo, we're like Irish twins uh, right there, yo. I see that. <laughs> I'm the 29th, he the 28th of January. Dope, dope. Yeah, yo, Aquarius gang. Bang, bang. Gang, gang. Smooth. Yeah. What do you think about this album? I'm, I'm enjoying the album. Um, I love what I'm here, what I've heard thus far. Um, like, like I said, I'm, you know, gonna listen to it more times but I've what I when I listened to the first time I enjoyed it like um I had to pull up uh one of my favorite quotes and this is when I knew the album was gonna be heat he said nigga Cole been going plat since back when CDs was around mm-hmm. what you sold I tripled that I can't believe these fucking clowns look how everybody clapping when your 30 song album do a measly hundred thou mm, I, I said I was like oh this is how we opening mm. This is how he opening albums? Mm. I was like, I was like, he is talking to y'all. He talking to young folk. Mm. And I understood because uh, you know, a number of times on this podcast we have talked about, you know, these albums, these artists putting out 30 plus and ain't doing numbers like that. Mm -hmm. You know, streaming streams, you know, do what they do, but it's like, yo, this man consistently puts out albums that go platinum and you know what them every you know, time you know what them rappers he talk about gonna do nothing nothing they gonna tweet <laughs> they, they, they gonna go on they gonna yeah, go on instagram they gonna snapchat yeah. like yo i don't know what j cole talking about instead of putting out music just put out music instead man. of putting out quality music they gonna tweet j cole <laughs> yeah and that's how I go, and, yeah. and and I'm like I'm liking I'm liking the album so far. The joint with him and uh, uh he got he got little John on there. He got Killer Cam on there doing the intro. Yeah, like it's a, it's a dope album. What about you, Prince? How you feel about it so far? Dude, he got Twenty One Savage to step his bars. True. Like, uh, how you get Twenty One Savage to step his bars? Yeah, he got Twenty One. <laughs> and what's not, nah, yo? Twenty One, yo. Little baby he... slid on that baby. Uh, he got little baby on the record. Little baby on the record. Yo, Twenty One ain't no joke slid. though. Like, Don't he ain't no joke. He ain't no joke. He ain't no joke. He ain't no joke. But what I'm saying, he got him to step his bars up. He's he's keeping up with with J Cole. Yeah, yeah. No, Twenty One got ever bars since they, though. Ever since they did a lot. Right, like he really, he's been like he really been like I've been listening to Twenty One for a while, Mm -hmm. but Twenty One is still improving. The thing is, Twenty One is nonchalant. Like his voice, you get used to his voice, yo. You hear some bars, yo. Yo, he got bars, and that's why, yo. Like J Cole ain't fucking with no whack dudes. So when he when he approached Twenty One before that, uh, before that song a lot, he knew Twenty One was gonna bring some shit. Cause J Cole, yeah. he he fucks with people who got bars. Yeah, and this man. is his first album with features in a minute. True. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, his that last, is. I want to say his last two albums didn't have any features. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And even on the last album, he was like, "Niggas don't deserve to be on my shit." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that you was like that was the, the, the KOD. Yep. Yep. KOD. He was like, "Niggas don't deserve to be on my shit." So like the fact that he actually got some dope ass features. 
Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you got a. Uh, I think, show, it's, I think it's called uh, Bass and show Boz. and show love to both the eras. Yep, because he, you know, he had Killer Cam, he had Lil John, and then he had you know Twenty One and 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 Lil Baby. So the fact right. that he's showing love, showing to love the, to before the, him to and the after. before and after is is dope. Yeah, it's definitely dope. So I'm middle child. I got I I got nothing bad to say about the album. He is the middle child. He definitely yeah. is the middle. That's yo I yo I yo I. I, I not me. I'm paying attention to my Irish twin, yo. That's my Irish twin right there, Shane. I, I do kind of wish Luck was here because he did predict that, that J. Cole was going to drop this year. Yeah. And I was like, nah. Wow. Huh? You know, but um, I thought it was going to be Kendrick to drop. I guess, I guess Lucky got lucky, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, because you know. TDE dropped that countdown last time he was talking about that. Yeah. And uh, it was an Isaiah Rashad record. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but nah, shout out to J. Cole because this is it's definitely been a dope album. Yeah, and there's um, and there's not too many artists that like or album. I'm not gonna say artists, but there's not too many albums when they drop. Like I listen to that night because mm-hmm. internet will hype it up, hype it up, and call it a classic when it drops at midnight. And then <laughs> twelve by twelve oh one. I love this song. (laughs) It's the greatest. It's the greatest. It's the greatest thing on earth. It's. It's I'm like, wait. You do understand that it's literally been 60 seconds since you hit play, right? It has literally been. Killer Cam is still talking. Killer Cam is still talking. And this is a classic album. How? How? Explain it to me like I'm five. But um, with Cole, yeah. with Cole, I actually was like, you know what? I'm gonna listen to it. I, I didn't listen to it at midnight. I did not. But while I was at work, I had you know time, and I just kind of let it play, and I was listening to it. And from what I was really able to focus on, I was like, yeah, nah, this album. Like I said, once 95 South dropped, and I heard that line, I was like, oh yeah, nah, this. He talking his shit on here. Yeah, I was trying to listen to it. I was trying to listen to it on the way here, mm-hmm. but my phone sucked. <laughs> my phone, yo, my phone is trash. About your yo. phone since you got here. What kind of phone you got? My phone man? trash. This shit made out of trash bags, dog. Is That's it, how trash. You it got is. a? Is it a Droid or Apple? Yo, this joint. Yo, this joint. Like, yo, well, this joint worse Apple. than We've this already, joint worse oh, yeah, than okay. an Obama phones, yo. <laughs> This shit is trash. Yo, I'm poor. I ain't a star, yo. Porno porno star music, baby. Porno star music. I'm poor. I ain't a star. So I got a trash ass phone. Porno star. Help a poor ass artist out, nigga. Help a poor porno star. That's my yeah, that's my uh label too. Yeah, porno star. P-O-O-R no star. I like that. Okay. I like that. I do like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah, y'all poor. I ain't no star. It just so happened that I'll be fucking. <laughs> yeah. That's it, y'all. Uh, Nicki Minaj also re released Beat Me Up Scotty. Mm. Put a couple of new tracks on it. I haven't heard anything, but everybody's been talking about the Lil Wayne bars. I have yet to listen because I have yet to yeah. care. I'm gonna listen to the now, like I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen to the uh, to the to the new to the new track where her Wayne and uh, this and is why Drake. I haven't listened to because I thought everybody was hyping up some like a 20 year old not Agreed. 15 year old mixtape. I'm like, why are y'all going crazy? Like this is the first time you heard some shit that dropped in like 2005 because they haven't heard her. 
And I think it's the nostalgia of it all. I don't think it's. it's I think it's just because. Yo, of her. Oh, you true. got. We got. You got to give it up to Nikki though. No, we do. Oh, we absolutely. Got to give do. it up to Nikki because she was like. She held it down. She was the one. Yeah, she held it down in, in, in a while, like a room a full of niggas time. for right, a minute. Right. She, she chewed fucking Jay Z and Kanye West. A monster. A monster. monster. She was honestly. She was like. There ain't niggas she, that's chewing Jay Z and Kanye on any song. Yeah, she was. She was like Eve. In, in Rough Riders, oh, the Rough Riders, yep. Facts. Yeah. Shout out to Eve. Shout out to Eve because she yeah. don't she don't get enough. Hey. Yo, that is her Philly's finest. Her Naturi and Brandy got a show coming out on ABC called Queens. I'ma tune in. Yep. I'ma tune in. So That's yeah, no, nah, like I, but I'ma definitely, I'ma definitely get into to that to that new Nicki record with her and, and Drake and Wayne. Also, Kaylani and T Pain dropped a new joint. That's right. Um, they kind of went under the radar because of Cole and and Nikki, but I did listen I, to I it. Listen to I like it. Yeah, T Pain yep. and Kaylani. Oh, and shit. and that one, like I was talking about it with my sister last night. Shout out to uh, Shanice. We was uh we feel like that'll kind of come back in the summer. Yeah, it was definitely a summer record. because like you know it's a it's a summer record. They they kind of go back and it's like a it's like a continuation almost of uh, buy you a drink. So to speak, mm-hmm. like how they kind of played off of that. So I think that's gonna kind of get its, get its, get its circulation when when the, when the summer really yeah. kicks off. But um, a lot of a lot of new music, a lot of new, new music hit on Fridays, and the Migos drop. But you know, okay, like, listen, you know. Anyway, on on to the next. Time. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the Migos. I ain't here to talk about you gonna Migos get up again. You gonna you gonna get oh, yeah, up like did, uh you gonna get up like Joe Buttons? We've been talking about the, <laughs> you gonna see, get well, up like Joe Buttons? No, 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 no. You gonna be like? <laughs> but speaking of Joe Button, speaking of Joe Button, thank you for the segue. Thank you for the segue. Go ahead and play that. Uh, actually, before you play it, uh, Joe Buttons, uh, the Joe Button podcast, rather. Um, has broken up, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, he has fired his co-hosts. Uh, one of them's been down since literally day one of the podcast. Mm. Um, yeah, like this. Uh, Rory has been on the podcast for seven years now. Mm. Maul's been on it, I think, about five or six. Mm-hmm. They uh, they fired the uh, the original female co-host, but um. A lot of Trump vibes over there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're fired. Yo, <laughs> yo D-Dub, you got that clip? Certain things in friendship, relationships, there are things in the toolbox. And I mean, the truth of the matter is maybe the boundaries have been unclear. I feel like I've been consistent. You people are people that have been here this entire time. I feel like I've been consistent in my message, in my messaging, in my style of leadership and everything. But if you lose the locker room, like I felt I lost the locker room in the second year of the Spotify deal when things weren't going the greatest. When I used to come in here and I used to say, hey, I'm trying to negotiate deals at a certain number. We need numbers to look a certain way to get to that number. And I, all I would get is, hey, man, we're number one. <sighs> Okay. Yo, Joe Button looks like a Cooper Trooper from Mario. Yeah. <laughs> Got to work around it. When you say, "Hey, why is this person being paid this? Why is this person being paid this? Why is this person being paid this?" I, as the owner, have to work around it. 
keep morale high. I am the person that has to sit home and think of all of the solutions that exist if emotions weren't present. And there's a bunch of them. We the number one podcast. Ish and Ice is doing pretty good. We should have used our platform to break them. If you understand the plan, you know that in order for us to be paid the greatest, the network has to grow. It's not just you. That's why it bothers me when I hear y'all don't care about the network. I didn't care about one either until I realized that nobody gets paid more if we don't trick the numbers. If Karen is doing a buck fifty, if Mandy is doing a buck fifty, if the next three, four, five podcast is coming is doing a buck and a buck fifty, great. You just adding on numbers, and then if you get one that just hit it out the park like us, if you get two of us, I watch Spotify try to find another one of us. If you get one of those, I mean, you can think what you want about the network, but all the business that's coming in is coming in under the network. Look at Bill Simmons. <laughs> look at Simmons Look at Brogan Stern Pull whatever you need to pull Look at me Look at Charlemagne Look at anybody look, look at Wendy Look at Angie There's so many different There's too many different examples Of stories to pull from For these two gentlemen To get this as wrong As they continue to get uh, get it wrong Unfortunately I cannot continue to protect them <laughs> I can't stop them from themselves All I keep saying is Yo, y'all driving down a fucking dead end street I'm protected the business is protected the pod is protected and you could do it but how you expect to be viewed after that I don't know anybody to audit the label and stay there I don't know anybody to be at the label while they are auditing the label because if you do that when you return to the label you should not expect for things to remain the same. Am I off? Come on. You no. you talk. Erickson, you talk. Somebody else talk. They think I just be feeding y'all shit and I got y'all hypnotized. <laughs> well, well, listen. The, 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 the accusation of the actions are that this you're a thief. lawyer talking. Correct. Right? Okay. So we start with that as the baseline. And your actions after that, that continue to dig down that alley, are leaving you with less and less good faith than you had when you began. It's just like the, the analogy that you've been making this entire time. It's like when you go into something with your girl, she's accusing you of being a cheater. and Right. You, you can only be accused of cheating so many times before you force that person to start living that life or act accordingly. Right. No one wants to be accused of something they didn't do. So, you know, we're looking at a scenario where... Uh, anxiety and insecurity is leading the way as opposed to clear-headedness. It's I learned. It's I learned. It's I learned. It's I learned. Mm. All right, so let's give you a little mm. background of what was going on. Also, this was like a two-hour rant that he went on about his co-hosts. Yeah. Um, at some point, he also did go on to fire them live on the show. While they weren't there. While they weren't there, they he had the camera on their empty chairs and fired them as if they were sitting right next to him. <laughs> <laughs> that's some yeah. that's some but, diabolical shit, Loki. But um, to give y'all a little background on what he's talking about, um, like I said, the Joe Budden podcast has been going on strong for like seven ish, seven eight, seven or eight years, right? Um, Rory's been down since the first episode. Maul came in later on, and basically all that happened was, you know, think about it like us, right? Mm -hmm. It's four of us. 
just like it's, it's four of them over there. It's the, you know, the three co-hosts plus the, the engineer. So they just go, yo, Joe, like how much money are we bringing in? Because they don't ever get to see that. You feel me? Right. And Joe, rather than just opening up the books and showing them what's going on, he's like, that's none of your business. Mm. Like I run shit here. This is my business. Y'all are just my employees. Damn. So, don't worry about what what money's going where. Just know that you're getting paid. Mm-hmm. And it's just like that's kind of fucked up. It is. Like, just speaking for the, the four of us, like we've been, you know, doing this podcast. Like we're going on three years now. Yeah. And we've been together since day one. Right. No changes, no nothing. So it's just like, yo, if somebody comes and hands me a million dollars. And I don't tell y'all I got a million dollars and I just give y'all 10K each. Mm. Dirty. Right. Mm. And I'm like, nah, but this is this was my idea. Like, don't worry about what money's going on over here. But this was my idea, so I can keep the money. <laughs> and give you what I feel like each of you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yo, you basically right. If you got a contract, whatever the contract reads, stick with the contract. Right, right. But that's that's part of it, right? Because Rory's like, okay, let's break this all down. Then. Mm-hmm. And and Joe's like, no, like stay stay in your place. You're yeah. my employee. Stay. A lot of people, what they don't realize when it comes to contracts, yo, you gotta be. When you stick to a contract, you stuck to a contract. Like, for instance, like we, how we saw um, The Last Dance. We saw how less Scotty Pippen was oh, getting. Yeah, yeah. This dude Scottie was on a seven-year like, contract. Yeah, he was like the one Fire. of the least paid players in and, the league. And the but he was important. number two in the NBA as far as one of the, the yeah. best players. Yeah. He was Number two as one of the most best players in the NBA at that time. But he was getting paid doo-doo. <laughs> yo, it's just like, well, when you sign a contract, you just got to eat it. You got to eat that contract and then fulfill it. And then when you're done, ask for more money. And that's that's that that's the, the flip side of this conversation, right? Because there has been in this seven years, I can count at least three contracts that had to happen when they were just on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. I think they started off on SoundCloud. Doing they took their the, podcast to off SoundCloud and was exclusive to Spotify. So that's another contract right there. Yeah. Then at, they had a two-year contract with Spotify that Joe decided not to uh, re-up on. To yeah, to renew. And then he went to Patreon. And then they went to Patreon. Right. So yeah. that's that's where Rory's like, okay, where's the like, where's the paperwork? Where's the money? Because mm-hmm. I, as far as I know. Like, I think it was, I forget, it was either Rory or Maul. We're getting paid 50K a week, which to me is great. But it's like, yeah. how much, if that's how much you're getting, how much Joe getting? Right. I would love 50K a week. But you're right. If, yeah, if y'all getting that, then how much is the man who's, whose name is on whose the, name is on the right. podcast getting? Because it's like, Rory's thing is, yo, I've been on this podcast since day one. Like, I have just as much stake in this as you do. Right. And Joe's like, no, you don't. Because when we start recording, I still have to think about the podcast. 
I got to think about how we market this podcast. I got to think about what we, what goes on social media. I got to think about X, Y, and Z. You just show up to record the next episode. Mm. Yo, Joe's right. I feel like Joe's right. But is that, does, is, but before we can say, is, is that what they agreed upon? Or is that, Joe, or is Joe just saying that because that's what he does? Like when he leaves the, 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 the podcast, does he just go home and he just brings it upon himself? Or is he just assuming that Roy and him have nothing to do? Right. And that's what I'm thinking. You know what I'm like, saying? Yo, like, do you really think that Rory and Maul had nothing to do with the success of this podcast? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you think that they don't go home and think about how that they can... That'd be like Prince being like the Joe of the podcast. Because like Latif does a lot of the, the video editing, whatever. But that's like him just being like, when I go home, like I'm the one who thinks of how to market this podcast, assuming that me, Luck, or D-Dub don't. Well, I guess... I guess we could look at Joe Button as being the coach who's still playing. Like yeah. if Phil Jackson, yeah. Phil Jackson gets more money or the same amount of money as Jordan, will we be mad at that? Because Phil Phil Jackson is the one leading the team. He's the coach. He's the coach. Like mm-hmm. he y'all 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 go out on the court and play, but I'm the one who teaches you the plays that get you that ring. He's orchestrated. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think Joe, that's what Joe Button is. He he might he, he might say a few things, he, but he's probably the one going home coming up with this strategic and strategy to get the uh podcast always popping eyes and ear listeners. Right. Get the ear listeners and then the eye popping like, oh shit, what they just talk about? Yeah, like I get stuff that. like that. And that's so, yeah, and that's understandable. Like I get all that. But it's like you don't wanna you don't communicate with your squad. Right. Like if I have a marketing idea, like recently I was like, I hit him up in the group chat. I'd be like, yo, I'm thinking of doing a thread of R&B lyrics from back in the day that wouldn't hit now. Right. Right. It's marketing. But that's but I'm what letting you them would know. do. That's what you would do. But I'm keeping them in the loop though. Right. That's what you would do. But he just said on air, like how all they do is just go home and he think of stuff the next day. So you just showed that you wouldn't do what Rory and, and Homeboy would do because all they do is just show up. But do that's we, what he just said. But do we know that for sure though? That's right. what we gotta find out. We just have to. That's Joe's side of the story. That's Joe's side of the story. But I'm saying we're really just going off of what we hear. Yeah, we're going off what we hear from Joe. Joe is we. I'm just listening off of what Joe's saying. He's saying they just show up. So Rory, they need to speak up. And if they're not speaking up, then what Joe is saying is true. We just gotta go off of that. Cause yo, if you know, you know what you would bring to the table if you was working with Joe. Yeah. You know what you would bring it to the table if you work with Joe. But if Rory and them is just showing up, like me just coming here and and doing this interview with y'all, then how am I gonna be like, yo, yo? So so we'll be making off of this this episode. Right. Y'all gonna look at me like, bro? I'm giving you an opportunity. Facts. Be like, yo, nah, yo, but I'm an artist. Now, nah, me, I'm an artist. I, I, I brought, I, now, me, I'm talking about my new album, A Glimpse of Sean. But yo, I'm a, you gonna look at me like, bro? You serious right now? That's what I'm saying. You give, yeah. you giving me this opportunity to be on this podcast mm-hmm. is the same thing. I feel like Joe is doing for uh, what Joe is saying. We just going off what Joe is saying. Like, we can't go off of what Rory and them are doing. Because they're not saying nothing. They got to say something. Yeah. Part of it is like, they're not saying anything publicly because they don't feel like this should be public. True. Like where Joe Budden is going on the podcast and telling them, 
like telling everybody what's going on. Like Maul and Roy feel like all this shit should be handled behind closed doors. Discreet. Joe is like telling everybody the business for for content purposes. Mm. You know, even they did they like Maul and Rory at like when this all started like really coming to a head, they took six weeks off of the podcast. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And they do two episodes a week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's like 12 episodes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So in that time that they were gone, Joe replaced them with two other dudes. With the mm. witness. And all the fans were like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Because they at the time, they weren't saying what the issue was. Right. It was just, it just looked to the public eye like Rory and Maul just said, fuck this and left. Right. Where Rory re- was really on vacation. And because him and Joe were having beef, like, you know, behind, yeah, closed, behind doors. closed doors. Yeah. And then Joe called up Rory one day and was like, don't show up to the next podcast. Mm. And Maul thought that was wrong. So Maul was like, yo, like, y'all need to squash this shit. And Joe was like, mind your business. And, mm. and, uh, and no, what he said was, what happens on this show is none of your concern. Mm. And Maul was like, excuse me? Like, I've been on this show for how long? And what happens to this show is none of my concern. Yeah. And he left. So they were like, yo, until we can talk about this off the air, we're not coming back. So they talked about it off the air, recorded another podcast where they explained to the fans what was going on and that they mm. pieced everything up and apologized for everything. And then Joe still fired him. <laughs> I guess Joe got to hear it. Joe got to see it. Gotta... Because they, they, they both sat there and said their piece for like two hours. And J- Joe still sat there and was like, I don't agree with any of this shit. Yo, because if they got time to go to another podcast, yo, they got time to be at work. <laughs> they didn't go to another podcast. Oh, it's like, oh. no, it was like they just took time off because they wasn't getting along with Joe. That's Man. like if me and Luck ain't getting along, Luck gonna be out for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. If me and if, if me and Denzel ain't gonna ain't getting along, he gonna look. Well, I'll just catch y'all nah, next time. Yo, that yeah. works. Like, yo, be intense and working with each other works, yo. Being yeah, intense. I mean. Nah, I, y'all not gonna do that because y'all know y'all got something y'all building. Y'all not gonna do that. No, nah, I mean, but it, it has happened. Me and Luck have sat here where you're sitting and argued back and forth on the air. Mm-hmm. And then we pieced it up by the time the mics went off. Indeed. Yo, because that's how it, yo, you gotta show the passion. Yo, you gotta be passionate about this stuff. All we do, all the stuff y'all do, y'all doing this uh, uh, rhythm and bruise. Yo, y'all passionate about this shit, yo. How many episodes y'all on? 58? Yep. This is the 58 episode. That's passion. Yeah. That's is. passion. It is going to be blood, sweat, and tears. Y'all, Just what y'all I doing? I think we've spent more money than we made so far. Absolutely. <laughs> yo. That is so a if this was passion. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, yo, that is dead COVID, ass. Because COVID really fucked up our income. Because yeah, me, really me being a... Uh, 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 oh, did it. Me being a... <laughs> oh, me being an independent artist... This is my second project, A Glimpse of Sean. You think I'm going to make as much money as I did recording this album? Yeah, that's the goal. The, the beats, the, I, the beats the, I had to be, uh, buy. That's the goal. Yeah, but uh, I, yeah. the thing is, I look, I went into this album not thinking of that. Like, yo, I got I to gotta make sure, yo, I make this money back. I'm not going to make that money back. 
Ain't no way in hell I'm gonna make that money back off of this album. It ain't happening. But the thing is, I do it because I love it. Like, yo, you do R because yo, we love music, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We love it, yo. It's in our veins, bro. Like, yo, this like when I put out a glimpse of Sean, I did it because I love music. Like, and I wanted to do something. I I, I want to bop to. I made something. I I made this album like really off of some shit I want to bop to. Like I want to bop to my own music. Like I literally, I really do listen to my own, like my my album. Mm-hmm. I listen to it, just like how you would listen to your song. You wake up, not me. When you about to steal somebody, bitch, you listen to you know. You about yo, come on, Denzel. Don't tell me yo. When yo with a chick, like I don't know how I'm feeling about Jerome. You start playing your shit in the background, cause you know that he ain't loving you right, gagging. Yo, come on, come on, this is Come it's, on, I know that joint is off of some true story shit. No, it is. Oh, uh, so, I knew it. I knew it. So we, yeah, we 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 understand the passion. I think the the situation though with 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 the Joe Button podcast is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and I, I haven't been as faithful to the uh, to their podcast as as Prince is. But what I know and have seen and have heard, as far as Joe Budden is concerned, he's a very headstrong and stubborn individual. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's unfortunate that he is unable to see every the every, unable to see every side uh that is being presented to him with this particular situation um because it's just at the end of the day it boils down for me what i what i what i see it as is just professional courtesy mm-hmm. just keep us in the loop with the important shit the 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 play by plays whatever what just the important shit the monies the contracts the business aspect the things that truly matter keep us in the loop with mm-hmm. that involve us see here's my thing that right? us, yeah. and i agree with you um and i see both sides of the story right like what joe said is like i guess he's offended by the fact that these questions are even coming up like where's the money going blah 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 and i get that but i've also been in in the Rory and Mall side of the situation mm-hmm. where I'm putting all this money into an organization and I don't know where this money's going. Right. I don't know what you're doing. I see, you know, you keep showing up with new shit on. <laughs> but when it comes to we gotta do this, you're asking for more money. And I was like, it's like, yo, I've been putting money into this. Where's the money that I've been giving you? Right. Like, show me the receipts. Mm -hmm. Damn. Right? So it's like, I get what Rory and Maul are saying. Right, so do I. So it's like... That's why I say it's unfortunate that, you know, Joe's not seeing seeing it and and refuses to see it. Um, Because, you know, they've been down since day one. Yeah. Anybody that's been down since day one, you got to keep them up to date on what's going on mm-hmm. uh, especially when money's involved because you know they're not doing things for free regardless of who's like who owns it right that's just my thing regardless of who owns it if I if I left the studio today and 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 filed all the paperwork so I am the sole owner of the Rhythm and Blues podcast 
I'm not gonna just Damn. keep y'all in the dark about all the business. Right. That just means that okay, maybe y'all didn't want to put in on the business side of things. Mm-hmm. Y'all just want to be able to you know do the work and get the money. But I'm still not gonna keep y'all in the dark as to okay, this is where this money's going. This is where this money's going. This is where this money's going. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that. Like all decisions have to come through all four of us. Right. And some people would be completely fine with that. Right. With, you know, just being like, hey, just keep us in the loop and we just show up. Some people are fine with that. Other people really would rather be involved in the business aspect. Not everybody wants to be a business. Right. Not everybody wants Mm -hmm. to be a business. But that's a conversation that you have to have with the people involved in your entity, Mm -hmm. in your brand, in your whatever you're doing. It's just keeping people involved. It's just a professional courtesy. That's it. And most people... Um, don't understand that and have a hard time grasping that uh, concept and here's you know here's an end result <laughs> of of when you don't when you have somebody that does not understand professional first like yo just let me know that's it yo it's good cause y'all y'all learn from a very powerful podcast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The how y'all do y'all thing we do so it's like y'all learning from that. Y'all know how to stay tight, and y'all, 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 y'all some smart brothers, man. Y'all some smart brothers. Thank you. Thank y'all gotta you. give it up for yourselves. Can they get a hand clap? Y'all, y'all. We try out here, man. We try. Yo, I, I really like admire y'all and what y'all doing and how strong y'all been doing this. Y'all doing this is your fifty eighth episode, bro. Yo, two and a half years. Two and a half years. Only recorded 18 songs. Like, <laughs> and put them out. Y'all putting out content that is good for the music culture. For mm-hmm. the for the black music culture. Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As far as hip-hop and R&B and independent artists. Yeah. Specifically independent. Specifically But I'm saying, like, y'all, y'all yeah. take from the industry and learn... Mm-hmm. And y'all still have independent artists on here who can learn from it while they're on the show. Because we still learn and I still learn. Yeah. I, yeah. I never stopped learning about, you know, music business and particularly like like we've been two and a half years. So I didn't know anything about podcasts. I've mm-hmm. been on them as an artist, mm-hmm. right. but actually being a co-host of one. All the work that goes and all into the work it. that goes into it, <laughs> bro. You know how many conversations we have had mm. about being on content, uh, posting content, and creating content, and things we can do. Like it's it's a lot. So we learn, and it's and it's an every and it's an everyday uh, learning experience. But we definitely learn from the people who are the big names, mm-hmm. um, right? Because I mean, who better to learn from? Because uh, you see what happens with them, and you're like, "I right, here's what we don't want to happen." Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, here's things that we we would love to happen, but here's what we don't want to happen. Right. Right. Um. So you know, it's it's a it's a y'all doing it's well. A thing. I mean, y'all doing you, well, man. We trying. We trying. Yo, fifty eighth episode, yo. We we here. Man. We we trying to keep it going to a hundred. Yeah. So what's 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 y'all next ain't on trying. This? Y'all succeeding. Y'all succeeding. <laughs> y'all gonna, y'all I appreciate, appreciate that. We you it, made man. it fifty eight. You yeah. doing your <laughs> we, we halfway there. A little, yeah, little yeah, ha- over halfway there. Yeah, man. Y'all doing y'all thing, and I like. I really commend y'all, and y'all got y'all got a routine. 
Y'all got structure yeah. and y'all got a, a strategy. Word, and man. I think all of that makes great success. It makes great success when Thank you do you, that. Sir. Thank, Thank you, you sir. sir. But let's talk about your grind because that's why we're here. Yeah, we here for you. We, we got you here. Well, to, to my grind, <laughs> but my music thing, I mean, I got to I gotta give big props to the post office. Can we get, <laughs> yo, can we get a hand clap for the post office? <laughs> I got to give props to the post office. Yo, I say that because while I'm working, yeah. I do a lot of, I got my, um, I got my Bluetooth headphones on. I take one ear out because, you know what I mean, I got to listen to the customers when they they need something when I'm delivering the mail. They be like, hey, 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 you got that package? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, yo, hey, yo, I'm looking for that letter. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so, you know what I mean, sometimes I got to have that one ear out, but when I'm, like, what between delivering mail, yo, I've written, I've written a lot of songs. So, my grind is I write music while I'm at work at the post office. It's easy because I'm outside. I'm by myself. Of course, I'm on people's porches, but ain't nobody really there. Yeah. So I'm 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 like you know delivering mail, I I write down whatever I got in my head while I was walking, because mm-hmm. I do a lot of walking. So I when I get back to the truck, I write down whatever was in my head when I was walking, and then, yo, I've gotten a lot of music written down from the post office. So the post office really helped out my grind, because right. I don't feel I, and you know it helped out a lot. So with that. I did that, and of course they 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 giving me good money. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause I'm a government, gov- I'm a government employee. Government employee. I'm a gov- I'm a government employee. <laughs> now I mean, being a government employee, it helps out a lot. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, of course, I mean, like, uh, uh, you know, it's just good to like see people. Like, it, it's like the spirit of people really helps me too yeah like being out there like i see the spirit of people and it, it really helps my music like being around people a lot mm-hmm. it really does like being isolated fucks up fucks up my creativity when i do music really? but being around people it really helps my music like creativity okay so that's why i feel like it's best when like i'm delivering mail to come up with shit because i see people uh interact with people they say one thing that shit pops into my head they be like Yo, or something. They'll say like, "Have a good day." Right, right. Some shit like, is something pops into my brain? Yeah, if something pops into my brain. How long you been doing this? Music or R and B? Music. I've been doing music since I was like fourteen. I remember my uncle Steve and my uncle Dave. They helped me write my first verse. (laughs) Like Uh it was so crazy. It was like. I'm going to tell you, it was like I cut a nigga head off and put it on the <laughs> shelf or put him to a mirror and make him look at himself. Like, yo, I was, yo, this shit was crazy. It was like, 14 yo. was dark. Yeah, right. yo, it was so stupid. It was like on some more Eminem shit because they knew I love Eminem okay. and I love okay. like DMX type shit. Right, right. Like, so it was like I cut a nigga head off and put him on a shelf or put him to a mirror and make him look at himself. I remember they, yo, this one chick. That's one dude. That's a DMX. This one couple tried to come at me acting like I was soft, so I cut his girl titty off and called it Biggie Smalls. Like, oh yo, it was, yo, it was so weird. But yo, my Uncle Steve, my Uncle Dave, they helped me write my first verse, my first song. So that being said, like I've been writing since I was like 13, 14. Okay. And um, I I um I always love RB because my my uncle Dave to like when he was back in high school he would have 
he would have me sing to the chicks that had come to the crib. He had me sing, uh, um, <laughs> and I had you. Oh, so he was like, he was like, your I sing a little you song, bad. baby. <laughs> like, I was singing, like, I was singing that. Yeah. And the chicks were like, oh my God, look at your little nephew. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> yo, I, yo, he used to get me to bag chicks. Like, he would, you, like, yo, 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 nephew, come downstairs real quick. Oh I need you to sing that little Michael Jackson. He do was that in high song. school. Do that thing. Do that, he was in do, high school, do that yo. Little dance, he used me right. when he was in high school. He was in high school to bag chicks. So um, I always loved R and B, but I thought hip hop was like I like the aggressiveness. But R and B helped me to like um, like express how I feel. I love mm. I love the ex- like because you know what I mean I do in my lifetime I dealt with a lot of you know what I mean women mm. Mm. not not all of them sexually right, but right, like right. right. My feelings with women were were more deep, so mm-hmm. that's why I do R and B. Cause I mean, the hip hop game, like it's more like aggressive, like it's trying yeah. to be like flashy. Right, I right. I mean, you showing off yourself, like yo, what's good? Now I mean, I'm the yeah, I'm in the best <laughs> in the building when I come in and revealing and stealing and the nation, <laughs> like you know stuff like that. But like hip hop is braggadocious. Yeah, it's very braggadocious, it's, it's but boastful art. But R and B is very vulnerable. Yeah. It's very vulnerable. Now I mean, your name and, is and you you got that passion, and like, yo, you got that passion, like, fucking, you know, when you got that song, you know, <laughs> you man, know that, that shit is passion. Like you dealing, you know, a woman, you know her worth. Like with the song, you know, you know her worth, but you like, yo, stop messing with that dude. I'm the one. Now I me, mean, I be showing, I be seeing your snaps when you be cooking. You be showing the cooking, lobby. <laughs> like your little Instagram stories, y'all. You be having the cooking, so you, I know that you know how to steal that. Y'all, you be Mr. Steal your girl, bro. I'll be so it's like, it's the emotional and vulnerable. Like, yo, I'm here for you. I know you're going through something. It's like, it's it's a it's a wound healer. R and B, R and B is a wound healer. It's rhythm and blues. Rhythm and bruise. Like, yo, y'all on point with everything. You got the rhythm and bruise. Rhythm, like, R&B means rhythm and blues. We know the healing process. It's like comedy. Because comedy makes you heal your wounds. You laugh at something and ha, 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 you good. Yeah, we all say we got to laugh to keep from crying. Yeah, and you know is a song that talks about emotions that'll help you, like, help a chick connect. Like, yo, there's a guy out there as good as Denzel Williams who will help me in a situation like that when I'm I'm looking for love. Bro, now I mean you try you out here trying to snatch wives, Man, bro. Man, listen. So you out here snatching wives. Oh yeah, yeah. So, you know, I appreciate the love and 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 you and you continuous uh, uh continuing to bring up support and bringing up uh you know my record, you know. Yeah. Uh so but when you when you talk about um the the vulnerability and, and it help it helps you heal your new album uh, a glimpse of sean has a lot of records that uh i feel when i listened to it were the epitome of that mm-hmm. um there were certain songs on it i feel like you know you were kind of you were working through some things yeah of course like um every song i mean every song except for the first song percy revenge oh yeah now nah, percy, revenge, percy is- revenge is my altered ego like percy I got an alter ego named Percy Silver. <laughs> and that's the pimp. That's that like the old school 70s, 80s pimp. I don't know. I, when I heard that. When you go, like, when you when go I heard that beat, of turkey. Yeah. When I heard that beat, my um my um inner Percy came out. Percy Silver. <laughs> Percy Silver came out. 
Cause I feel like we all connect in some way with something. Like when we, you ever write a song, you be like, "Yo, how the fuck did I come up with this?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been yo, there. it happens. Like it's like when we write. Like a lot of people who listen to our music don't understand that. Like when we write in music, something like comes in our spirit. So that's what that, and it feels like an alter ego. So that's Percy Revenge. But the other songs, yes, it deals with like love, like wonder, like a, even though wonder sounds like a rap song mm. and it's like like very clubbish like it really i'm really talking about like issues in my life like the first line i say feel like keenan and kale oh here it goes always got another issue anywhere i go mm. like it's like yo i want to talk to god but i don't really know because i don't think that this is the life he wanted me to go like i'm talking about stuff where I'm really like asking, like mm-hmm. it's, 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 I'm being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm dealing with my emotions. So when my girl feels like I'm out here, yo, what the fuck you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know, you, you have had a chick, you know what I mean? A shorty, not I mean in your life or now or in the past, be like, yo, what you doing? What you doing out here? Mm-hmm. But all you doing is hustling. You out here trying to make ends meet. You out here trying to do your thing. Right. And you might not always be available 24, like how every chick right. want, like, yo, yeah. they always want, that's why, yo, chicks want the broke dudes. <laughs> yeah, they want the dude that got mad <laughs> available <laughs> time. That like, time on but when you a dude who, like, out here grinding and doing a lot of things and building, they ask questions like, what the fuck you doing? Because mm-hmm. the last nigga I messed with, he wasn't doing shit. Right. But you messing with a nigga who doing shit. So Word. that's where like the don't wonder where I'm at. Like you always wondering where I'm at. Don't wonder where I'm at. And it's so, so, and it's and it's not even like a wondering where you at out of concern. It's right. like it's because there's a difference. Like, it's like what I'm, are you doing? Like what are you doing? Why? Like it's a difference between I'm just checking in to make sure you're okay, as opposed to like what are you doing? Uh huh. Exactly. Yo, yeah, see, I, I got you. So yeah. So I that's understand. like and, and then it gradually moves on to every song like the stick around, the bando. Mm-hmm. Song bandos about her. They oh, I saw your man with so and so. Blah blah blah. Like that's what Bando talks about. Like blah blah blah. I saw you with your man. So I saw your man with so and so. Like yo, listen yo. You know them bitches want to break us up because they see I'm popping mm-hmm. and they see I'm doing my thing and they see you got a good man. Mm. Like you got a man who who's out here really doing things. So they trying to break us apart so they can have me. Mm. So. That's what Bando's all about. Like, I love her, but yo, you need to change your friends. Mm. Really need to change your friends. They whisper. Yeah, they whisper. They <laughs> yo. Whisper. And then the song Stick Around is when I'm trying to do everything I can to stick with this woman. Like, I'm doing everything I can, but yo, I can't do everything. Like, I can't be there in every waking moment because I'm out here grinding. Mm. And then with, uh, Pussy in Paris, I did that shit because voulez-vous foucher? Yeah, that's my <laughs> yo yo. I did that <laughs> yo yo. Yo, and and I I made that song just to be funny again, but also like cool. Like I loved it. I love the beat. It reminded me of Paris, and it reminded me of Pussy in Paris. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it reminded me of some. Not me, so and so. When I first, I remember. When I wanted I first, to get on my French. Not me, because yeah. I was like, "Come at me." It's like Mooney Moore, because I know it's it's, it's Spanish is Mia Moore, but in, yeah. in, in French is Mooney Moore. Like in uh, uh was it uh, Juvelesha Emilio? 
that means I want to lick the middle. It really, like, because when I say that, I just want to lick the middle. Like, it really means, I just said it twice. I said, I just want to lick the middle. I just want to lick the middle. Like, so, because I told the girl, like, yo, I'm trying to learn French. I learned that shit on Google, baby. What's good? <laughs> like, yeah, what's good? What's good, mom? I'm trying to learn my French on Google. When I mean, the Google yeah, Translate. When I first, when, I first, <laughs> when I first read that title, the first song that came to mind to remind me, I was like, yo, I got to listen to this because it's it ma- not niggas in Paris. Yes. It, it, I didn't even think of that. Like, I just went to um, Lupe. Uh, Lupe? Tokyo. Uh, oh, Paris, Tokyo. Yeah, Paris, Tokyo. And that's what, because it like had that, it had that vibe once I hit play. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like a niggas in Paris type. It wasn't rah rah. Like it was like kind of like this chill, just okay. mid tempo. Right, right, you right. Know, like a joint you could really, you know, serenade a woman with. Because even with, you know, Paris, Tokyo, uh, Paris, Tokyo, let's take a trip to Paris. Wake up in, in Tokyo. Tokyo. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. when he came in, he was like, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, nah, okay. Was, <laughs> I see what he yeah, doing. I, I did that I song, and um, I was like, yo, I really, the vibe came to me with uh, Pussy in Paris with the French. Like, like I was, I, was, I learned, uh, I was, I, I want to learn French. Like, honestly, I feel like America doesn't learn enough other languages, languages. Yeah. like mm-hmm. you go to any other country yo they know like four languages yeah. like yeah. like i work with this dude he's from he's originally from um um pakistan this dude knows english this dude knows Colomb like like spanish like mm-hmm. in colombia mm-hmm. like yo this dude knows like three languages i feel like americans we only know one foreign language and that's English and we don't even say it right like we supposed to talk like this like like we supposed to talk American English we talk yeah American but it's English. like yo people don't know we talk a foreign language and we only talk one foreign language so I was like yo but the Pussy in Paris song I was like yo I, yo, not me I wanna you know what I mean broaden my horizon broaden my emotions so the Pussy in Paris song was like yo that's a, that's a that's a place of love right that's a very yo Everybody when you think of love, you think of that little mula, little mula, little like So, who who are some of your uh, influences musically? Um, when music you... influence. I would have to say first of all, my uncle Dave. Okay. My uncle Dave Elliott. He was my first influence as far as music. Then my uncle Mark Matthews. Okay. My uncle Mark Matt. I know a lot of people say like like industry artists, but yeah. it all started yeah, it, like wherever, whoever your influence. And my uh, cousin, and then third was my cousin Bernard Bernard Jackson. He was in the uh, group. Sur- he's in the group Surface. I was about to say, that say man. Yeah. yeah, that girl. Only you oh, I know. Like, can make I, I, me happy. Like he, th- those were the, like the three people. Like I first saw. Like I was like, yo, I love music because of them. So he knows. He knows Robbie Jenkins. Yeah. Right. We're Robbie Jenkins tour with service. Tell you, you don't know. Okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. Just go I, when you talk that's to my him, cousin, actually. Yeah. Oh, Bernard Bernard, Bernard Jackson is my cousin. Yeah, go talk to him about uh, Robbie Jenkins next time you talk to him. Okay. Yeah, because um, with him, he like even I I be ta- I was talking to him lately, and I talked to him before I made this second album, and he said, "Yo, you gotta come out with more. You gotta keep writing. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta have at least forty songs before you want to get put on." And I was like, oh shit. So yeah, so he really helped me with like writing more. Right. Like, yo, get knock out yeah, yeah, knock out these songs. So I got up to 96, 97 songs. Hey. 
So I'm like, I'm, I'm just trying to That's keep knocking them out. It is. I like full songs, like fully written, like, I y'all, know. I don't need to fix. So he taught me that. And as far as like industry, I would say artists who I really feel, I would say Carl Thomas. Carl Thomas is my dude. Okay. Yo, he know how to write his ass off. That's Fuck. that's dope because no, not not too many people really acknowledge him. No, but you know so that's dope. Yeah, because you you know yeah, well, yeah. you you <laughs> you, know. you would know, but yeah. other artists like yeah. people who not me, yeah. we would know that. Yeah, we right. would put Carl Thomas in our top. Carl Thomas is he definitely deserves uh, some recognition. Thanks. Okay, right, Carl Thomas. Anybody anybody else out the industry? Um, industry, I would say D'Angelo. Mm. Mm. Oh, I can't forget 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 about my brother Will, my brother Sauce Tracks. Sauce Tracks, he really helped me um like how to switch things. Like if like say you say a few words, say how now cow brow, like how now cow brow. He'd be like, yo, that flow is weak. So he'd be like, how now cow brow? How now cow brow? Yeah, so he taught my brother taught me cadence. Okay. He taught me flow. So my brother Sauce Tracks, he taught me flow, but um Carl Thomas, D'Angelo, T-Pain, um, I would say, in, um, honestly, like, I know a lot, I mean, I do R&B, mm-hmm. but I would have to say, like, Kanye West, I would have to say Nas, I would say Kanye West, I would say Nas, I would say Busta Rhymes, like, Why those are my top I say those are my top five for now. Okay. Like so, Carl Thomas, D'Angelo, T Pain, Nas, Buster, and Buster Rhymes. Why Nas and Buster? Nas and Buster Rhymes, because I fell in. That's like the artist I fell in love with when I was young, and I okay. used to listen to him a lot. Okay. Like I go off of people I how who I used to listen to a lot. Okay. Like not off of like popularity. I mean, I mean, it, I guess it was they were popular at the time when mm-hmm. I was younger, but um, Buster Rhymes and Nas and um, Carl Thomas, like people who I found out be like as far as R and B, like who be writing their music, yeah. like those are the guys who really helped me and who I felt like were great artists out in the industry. Okay, so those guys, I feel like they did their work. They was doing their work. They're they're very like I like to entertain as well as like sing. Like we sing. You you another dude that taught me how how important entertainment is on stage. Because oh, when I saw how you perform, yo, you blew my mind, yo. <laughs> yo, I Man. saw how you perform. I was like, damn. Because when I first started this R and B, like started taking it more serious back in like 2018, mm. 2017, and oh. Yeah, he, right he, on, he on it. Yeah, yo. Because, yo, I really, yo, I know his, like, I know one of his unpopular songs by heart. It's called Cold, um, Cold World. Mm. Mm, yeah. It like, yeah, I even know the beginning. I remember, like, ah, oh, yo. But nah, y'all, y'all gave me too much brew. Remember <laughs> y'all gave me too much. I'm, I'm in the R&B, but the brews is kicking in right now. But, yo. It's like stuff like that, like your cadence, how you, um, not cadence, but how you, how you present on the stage. Mm. I learned from you too. Oh well, thank you. Like man. yo, you, you, you're very like your stage presence is like wonderful. Thank you. It really is. I remember when you co- you told me to come out and see you perform. It was in Bridgeport. 
Okay. It was a um, it was like it was a downtown area. Oh, yeah. um, it had to have been uh, it was either two boots when two boots was open. It could have been when two boots was open. Mm. It probably was, yeah. but I remember I saw you perform because then when you walked in, there was the bar area, but then it had like a back area. Yeah, two boots. It's an old I school you, show. Yeah. yeah. Yo, boots, I saw yeah. you perform there, bro. I was like, damn, this nigga know how to perform, <laughs> yo. Like, you wasn't playing. Like, you treat that shit like you was in front of like 40,000 people. That's how you treated your performance. And it's probably like a room of like 20. No, nah, it, was, cool. like, it, was, like, it <laughs> nah, was like it was like 30, 40 people. Yeah, no, nah, it was nah, I remember like it was it was a, it was a good night that night. It yeah, was, it, it was. was. A good, it was a good number for two boots because a lot of people came out there and, and you know and you know, I and I and I like to be an influence for people. Like I never I never think that I'd be an influence for anybody. Um cuz I'm still, you know, perfecting my craft and everything as well, right. but I've I've gotten that has been uh, a compliment that I've gotten from uh, a number of other artists um, on multiple occasions. And I, the only thing I could tell them, I'm like, I used to do, you know, stage plays as a kid in school. Right. So a lot of that, a lot of that helped me with a lot of things. And um, it, for, for better, for, you know, for the betterment, because at the end of the day, it makes me comfortable, one, being on a stage. Um, mm-hmm. I never necessarily sang on stage, but just being there, right? It, it helps, and Same. then yeah, and then just also being that there have been times where I've done stage plays and we've had you know malfunctions or slip ups, and you've just had to get through it, keep it going, right. keep it going. And what I've you know over the time, over the course of me doing this music thing, and and going to shows and be it a part of it or either just watching what I realize is like a lot of up and coming artists like ourselves who are doing their thing like the one thing that I've noticed uh, consistently is that when there's a mess up they don't know what to do they don't Yo, know how to not to cut it. you off not to cut you off but you know who you remind me of who's that and is it yo Um, I, you, you ever saw that movie One Night in Miami I haven't. I Yo, you got a good movie. Yo, yeah, that joint is is it. so beautiful because it um the the conversations between Muhammad Ali, Sam Cooke, Malcolm X, and what's his name? Um, Jim Brown. Yep. Jim Brown. Like Malcolm X told Sam Cooke, one of his greatest performances was when he saw him, and he couldn't even hear him because when he saw Sam Cooke. Sam Cook, like the mics fucked up. Like yeah. the mic, there was the somebody whole, on the, stage before him. Yeah, and okay. uh, he paid the engineer to cut the mics off. Yeah, wow. They fucked up Sam Cook's mic, <laughs> but they, Sam Cook did the song. The ha, he did the um um chain gang that's, song. Yeah, chain gang song. Yeah, he and did wait, that. And Sam Cook's band left the stage. Yeah, so oh, Sam Cook sung the chain gang song with no microphone in front of twenty thousand people. No microphone. Had them all singing, huh? Yeah. Ha! Yeah. Yo, so I gotta see that. So yo, that was like a very powerful moment. It was. And Malcolm X was about to leave, but he stood there because he saw how the crowd was singing. Huh. Ha! Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And, ha! And, and yo, he was he was back, he was all the way on the stage singing, but Malcolm X could not hear what Sam Cooke was saying, but he right. saw Sam Cooke's stage presence. Yeah, and that and that's a and that's a big thing. Like I, the countless number of times I've been on stage where you had like the the mic is 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 messed up, the the sound right. is messed up. Right. You know I, how many times we deal with yeah, that shit. I've, I've, oh my I've, god, I've messed up on my own front. Came in, you know, right? behind. Well, whatever, but every every time that any of those instances have happened, it's funny because nobody watching knew. Mm, right. Like they were, you know, like I've had I've had situations happen where people are like, oh, you did such a great job. And I'm sitting there and I'm laughing. I'm like, yeah, I messed up. Yeah. Right. And they're yeah. like, and they're like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, it happened. Because I remember <laughs> like, that happened. I had a, a show in, um, damn, it was like, like. I think it was like in, in the, near the Hartford area, mm-hmm. and they they played my music mad low, mm. so all they heard was my voice. They heard my voice yeah, on the microphone, but they come. Yeah. But yo, everybody was like, "Oh my god, yo, I love how you perform." I was like, "Yo, but you could barely hear my music." Like, right. They was like, "No, no, no, you did well, you did well." And um, it was like it was like at a college. I forgot what college it was, mm. but it, it was like inside the college. Yeah. Right. Like. And like near the cafeteria, <laughs> it was like in the cafeteria, some shit. Word. But yo, it was like yo, I don't know what college it was, but they was like yo, they love my performance, and there was people that was there that performed, and they they connected with me, and they loved it. That was off of my last project, mm-hmm. and I was singing a uh, Wolf's Cry at Night. That was the um my, my very popular yeah, title yeah, track, yeah, the title track to the album. And um when I was singing Wolf's Cry at Night, they all they heard was me. They couldn't really hear. They was like, "Oh my god, I love it." Yeah. It was like it was like young girls that was there, like like yeah. probably like 18, 19. It was talking about, "Oh, eye candy." Like, "Oh my god." <laughs> and yo, my girl heard that shit. She wanted to smack one of them. Yeah, of course. Oh, <laughs> man. Of, course. Yes, of course. My girl was about to smack. That. Yeah, you can't. Have can't be having that. Then yo, she was about to yo, she about to hit him with the like, like the left hook. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yo, but it was like we all know about yeah. like yo but they don't notice because of our state yo stage you taught me stage matter. presence like the performance i'm talking about yeah. right now where it messed up yeah watching your stage presence all i was worried about was my stage presence uh, and singing yeah man appreciate yo. it man. so 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 before we before we close out and get into these last calls tell us tell tell the people not us tell the people where you can find your new album a glimpse of sean this is your time. Plug everything that you got, everything that you got going on, coming coming in the future. Let the people know they listening. Okay. Um, my name is Sean Silver. That's S-H-A-W-N, last name Silver, like the metal. And um, you can uh follow me on IG. I I got I got Facebook, but my IG is where you can find me. Is that Sean Silver Music? So you find me on IG at Sean Silver Music. And there you can find the link in my bio, and that's to my album right now, A Glimpse of Sean. And when you, whatever streaming platform you use, it has the links to it. So when you go on that page in my bio, it shows you the links to different uh, streaming platforms as far as iTunes, Apple, you even YouTube, even Spotify, and even Amazon Music. Mm. And uh, it also has a link to my music video as well, Heaven Sent that i have out right now you could go check that out it's all in the link in my bio and it's the distro kid link and um also i have i'm looking for shows 
um i don't have any right now so if you want to hit me in my dm on ig you'd be like yo i need you to be on the show um i'm there so i really don't have nothing going on right now <laughs> listen, the pandemic, the pandemic slowed a lot of us down but you know, yeah. we appreciate you for coming through, bro. Yes, sir. And, this and, was and a sitting down with blessing. Us I love this, y'all. This is oh, man, this it's like y'all chilling with. I feel very comfortable. <laughs> good, we love good. it. I love to hear that. Yeah. So we're gonna get into last call. So what we do with last call is uh, it's the last segment of the show where we uh, we play some uh, some independent artist music, mm-hmm. uh, give a little taste for the fans, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, because you're here and you did come with music on deck. Oh, mm. uh, we gonna let you intro in one of the tracks that you sent to D Dub. Um, I wanna um, I want them to play "Stick Around." "Stick Around" is one of the songs you tell your lady like when you you out here doing your thing, but you you, you like listen, baby, we still together, and you <laughs> we still together, baby. So um, let me set the mood for you. Here we go. Sexy ways, it's so sweet. There's no better place. Make 
Cruise Podcast with your host, Listen, DJ D. That's a summertime record. You know what I mean? Right you feel me? That's a drop top down the beach. Yeah. Three in the afternoon. Facts. You know what I'm saying? You got your lady in the passenger seat. Come on now. Yeah. Five miles an hour so everybody sees you. Indeed. <laughs> Yo, Indeed. that's dope. Indeed. Oh, that's a lyric, right? That's bars. <laughs> Indeed. So who's next up? Because I'm going I'm I'm to I'm I'm try to keep the vibe going with it. All right. Uh, go ahead and keep the vibe going. All right. So the year was 2017. <laughs> <Ooh>! <laughs> your boy linked up with an artist out of Miami, reggae dancehall artist by the name of Billy Blade from the 305. Shout outs to him. And we came with this song uh, called Charm. Oh, I know this one. Ladies and gentlemen, you're about to embark on a musical journey. One on which you've never Never seen. seen. If you listen to this in the car, turn it up. Turn it all the way up. Uh What up? Enjoy the journey Girl from the first time you rock my way yo Now nah, tell a lie you make me start to pray yo Like Isaac Newton gazing up in at the stars Discovering gravity because of you me start to fall Madly and deeply and yes real hard Make me climb in the mountain make me jump in the wall Shopping all yeah can you believe it at them all Just the way you make me feel I will do it all Can't get enough of the way you love me and hold me down the way okay. you do all the things you do just to make me smile. Make me smile, yeah. And I'm so proud to have you as my lady. The only girl good enough to drive me crazy is you. You alone. And I'ma do what I have to do. Anything to show you what I'm saying is true. Girl, me like the way you're comfortable in your skin. Proud of your color, proud of your melanin. Black is beautiful, it's not a crime, it's not a sin. Remember our ancestors were queens and they were kings. Natural as it, they are born, no silly cold. You're natural, the baby take me how, You're listening uh-huh. to the Rhythm and Blues yeah. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. podcast. Love your authenticity, me love your realness. Love how you talk the truth with a certain finesse. Love the way you're looking in them African dress. Looking like a about? real queen, looking like an empress. Your mind and your soul, yes, me want to caress. Not about your body, girl, it's not about your chest. Not about your hips and not about all the sex. But yes, that comes next, yeah. Can't get enough of the way you love me and hold me down. Got my back, girl. The way you do all the things you do just to make me smile. Make me smile, yeah. And I'm so proud to have you as my lady. The only girl good enough to drive me crazy is you. You are Lord. And I'ma do what I have to do. Anything, girl. To show you what I'm saying Baby is true. girl, this ain't no lip service. For you, that would be a disservice. Gonna show you the right way. Love you the real way. Baby, come on over, make me show you how me play. Nice and slow, yes, you know a lot of foreplay. Baby, take your time and not just to segue. I can be your overboard. You can ride me all day. And if you worry about no stop sign, this is a free wheel. And if you miss a turn, you get a free play. Baby, remember this is a two, not a one wheel. And even though I am a man, I'm not emotionless. Girl, I'm gonna give you love and you will never forget. Laying by your side after you run out of breath Running my hands through your hair if you know it's still wet And your face and your body, yes, me still a caress Second round up next, yes Can't get enough of the way you love me and hold me down Can't get enough of the way you love me 
with your host, DJ DW, Prince Latif, Lucky Lefty, and Mr. R&B Smooth. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. That's that raw dog energy. She, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what? Slow it down, All right, bro. sir? Slow it down for us, brother. Oh man! <laughs> oh yeah, Prince. Shout out to Skinny Jean one more time. Um, so my last call. Um, as y'all remember, mm-hmm. uh, we encourage artists to send in their music and their beats and whatnot. And uh, somebody hit me up the other day and was like, "Yo, is it you know, is it past the deadline?" to send music in for the show. And I was like, no, it's not. Um, there, no, there, there never There's is never a deadline. Dead, We're always accepting music. Be you know, it's just it. a matter of when it gets played. Um, so this is a, an instrumental from our brother, past guest on the show, De Niro, <laughs> producer slash DJ slash MC. It's called What's Going On. It's just an instrumental. Yo, this is cooks up. Hey, on the air. On the air. Everybody always whispering in the air. Baby, let me come and whisper in your ear. Got it something I'm gonna bring you right there, right there. Right there. Let me whisper in your ear. Let me whisper in your ear. Right there, right there. Uh. If you want me, girl, I can put it right there. Get a call from me. Funny. I ain't got no money. <laughs> I ain't got no car to take you on a date. Can't even buy your flowers. So baby, come and pick me up, pick me up. Baby, come and pick me up, pick me up. Cause baby, I can't drive. Baby, come and pick me up, pick me up. Cause I don't drive. Don't drive. I ain't got my own car, baby. Girl, I take the bus. Take the bus. Oh, baby, girl, I can get you an Uber. Come and sit on it. Come and sit on it. Come and sit on this dump truck, baby. <laughs> come and sit on that. Come and sit up. Come and sit on this dump Janelle, truck, baby. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely about to link up with right you. Right there. Right there. Right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now that's a bop. Shout out, shout out to De Niro on that one. De one time. All producers, y'all do sabe. Ya tu sabes, ya tu sabes. Right there, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. I really fucks with that. Shout out to our man's De Niro on that. On yeah, that yo, right you know, there. you know, our us R and B folks a, had to get on yeah, that right. That's quick. a bop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So shout out to that. So. Yes. Uh, thank you all again for listening to the Rhythm and Blues podcast. It's been episode fifty-eight. Yes. I've it's been your boy, Mr. R&B Smooth, and as always on the ones and twos. Holding it down, DJ D-Dub. And once again, thank you for our guest, Sean Silver. It was a pleasure. <laughs> Word, we out. Peace. to the Rhythm and Blues Podcast with your host, DJ D-W, Prince Latif, Lucky Lefty, and Mr. R&B Smooth. R&B Smooth.